last year we literally only had five months to organize the marathon. You know, this year we actually had the full 10 months to do it. And it's just so much easier because people don't have this fear of COVID anymore. And it's so much easier. And people want to get out and they want to do this. And, you know, so it's, it's great. Looking back, Julie, what was the feedback following last year's event? Oh, it was very good, very good. People loved loved it that it was back after two years, you know, not being there and stuff. And they were so happy. Uh, the feedback in general was, was really good. We had people actually emailing us in afterwards saying how much they enjoyed it and how brilliant it was, how well organized and how easy on the day and so on. And it's rare, you know, that people email in with like positive uh, feedback without being asked for it. So that was really, really good. And that must really mean a great sense of satisfaction to you and the rest of the organizing committee to get that positive feedback. Oh, it does. I tell you, that makes all the difference. You know, then, you know, when you see that, when you read that, when you hear that, then, you know, you've done a really good job. And uh, so this year we've done the same, but even better. We've got more people on the team as well. And the marathon is really organized really, really well this year. So it's going to be a phenomenal weekend. I suppose, Julie, the big thing that struck people when details of this year's race were announced was that there would be no more relay, but we would have a new 10K being introduced. Tell us the thought process behind that. Yes, that's right. So it was difficult. We, we thought about it very long and hard. We discussed it going back. But with the relay, the problem was that people had to sign up with a team of five, usually, you know, and then they could run there between seven and a half and 10 kilometers. But if they only had, like, if you only have two friends uh, who want to run with you, then you're only three people, then two of you have to run the double double leg, right? Which was very long. And then people were like, oh, I'd love to participate, but I can't because I can't get enough people and so on. So this year with the 10K, it was definitely the right decision. And um, the uptake has been phenomenal. People really, really like it because they can still enter as a team, but they can also enter individually. So as I said, if you just want to participate with a friend, you're both going to run 10K. So the big advantage here now is you're going to go to the start line together, you do the whole run together, right, and you finish together as well, which is, you know, which is, which is really, really good. It makes all the difference. So the 10K, by the way, is uh, doing so well. We're very close to selling out this year. And this is our first year. We only announced it in January. Well, that's a huge uh, plus, I'm sure, for you, Julie. That's was also the, the novelty of everybody getting the opportunity to run across the finish line in Patrick Street. It's going to be something special for all who participate in the 10K. Oh, exactly. And it's such a great entry race, right? I mean, 10Ks, anybody can, can train up to 10K in, within a few weeks. So a lot, a lot of new people can now participate as well. And the best part of it, I think, is that they start in Patrick Street and they finish in Patrick Street. So they're really part of the marathon you know they're not like oh it's a 10k somewhere down the road or so this is part of the marathon they be in the city center they're going to have the whole atmosphere everything around them and they can go from there hopefully train for the half marathon next year you know and work their way up to the full marathon talk to me a little bit about numbers in relation to the full and half what are they like this year Oh, very good very good like as you mentioned earlier people were very happy to have it back last year right and then uh, we started registration straight after the marathon in 22. And uh, numbers have been really, really good. Registrations have topped what we had last year, weeks ago, actually. You know, so this year is definitely our strongest year so far uh, with the biggest, biggest number of runners as well. 
Of course, big numbers mean more people coming to the city, not alone to participate, but to watch the event as well. Logistically, Julie, let's talk a little bit about that in terms of advice to people and transport and what's available and what people should do on the day, whether they are participating or indeed just coming in to watch the event. Yes, you're right. And it's really, really important. We encourage all runners and spectators to use public transport if possible. We have a range park and ride service from the Black Ash Centre again, right? And that goes into the city centre, but the buses run every 8 to 12 minutes, and they start at 6.45 in the morning. It's a service, a cost of five a day, and we would really encourage everybody to use that facility, leave the car out of the city centre, and then the bus will drop them off very close to City Hall as well. There's also, we have additional early morning trains uh, from Cove, Mallow and Middleton. They leave at 7 o'clock and at 7.15, and then um, we also have all the updated bus times on CorkCityMarathon.ie, right? So when they go go onto the website, there's loads and loads of information there. It's under race day information, parking and public transport. And then you can find all the information you need there, how to get in and out of the city centre. And obviously the other downside of, of bringing your own car is in is, is going to be the road closures. There's going to be lots of restrictions throughout the course of the day from early morning. That is right. And all the road closures are on the website as well. And we try to minimize it as much as possible. So wherever we can, once, like, let's say we have a road closure in place for an hour, once the seat has passed, the guards and the stewards will open that road and so on. So they're in constant contact with event control and they will work as fast as possible. But obviously, yes, there are certain roads which will be, will be blocked for longer than others. Again, you can find all the road closures um, information on the websites. All they are street by street, really, on CorkCityMarathon.ie. The other big one I suppose to talk to you about, Julie, is in terms of the athletes themselves participating. Advice for them, firstly starting with registration at the City Hall. Yes, that's right. So we will actually, we will send out the e-tickets on, per email, right, on Thursday or either Thursday afternoon or Friday morning. Um, so that's, and that's actually all they have to bring to the city hall for their, uh, to pick up the race bit. So all runners have to pick up the race number at the expo at city hall, either on Friday between 12 o'clock at lunchtime and 7 o'clock in the evening, or on Saturday between 11 a.m. in the morning and 6 o'clock in the evening. We will also have talks on stage on the Saturday as well, right? Again, all the information about expo and registration are on the website. And uh, then the bits, they have a black label attached on the bottom with their race number on it. The, on Sunday when they come in, they obviously bring their race number in, right? And then you just use that bag uh, label, put it around your bag and drop it off at backdrop. So finally, Julie, just from your own point of view and everybody else involved, I'm sure you're really looking forward to next Sunday. It's going to be a hectic seven days in the build-up. Any final words of advice? from your organising committee just to make life that bit easier for you and indeed for those participating? I think really important is that you're aware of the assembly times, okay? So the City Hall backdrop will open around, say, quarter to seven on Sunday, okay? The full marathon starts at 8.15 on Patrick Street. So a good time is to assemble about half an hour to 15 minutes before. The 10K... uh, the 10K runners will assemble at 8.15 on Merchant Key, and then they start their race on, on Patrick Street at 
Um, so they'll be brought down by the stewards, okay, after that full marathon has left Patrick Street, and then they will start their race there. But it's really important for people to know to assemble a merchant key at quarter past eight. Because of road closures and everything, it'll be very difficult for them to get through later. The half marathon will then start on Monon Road at 10.15. And then, as I said earlier, all races will uh, finish on Patrick Street, so there will be a phenomenal atmosphere on the day. And again, what can I say? We are really, really busy now, okay? So when people email in and say, oh, what time is registration? We're not able to answer that email anymore. We're getting hundreds and hundreds of emails every day. Please visit the website. We have FAQs there on the terms and conditions there. The FAQs are really, really useful, okay? They're also individual pages about the full, the half, and the 10K. Go onto the website, read, find it. All the questions are answered there, like what time and what to bring and what to do. All that is there.